Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. You are listening to the 12 Days of Christmas, a special gift from Northwest Christian School to all of our families via Kingdom Culture Conversations, a podcast brought to you by Frameworks, a biblical worldview initiative of Northwest Christian. Oh, 12 days. Of 12 Christmas. days. This is it. Day number 12. We are here. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas to all Christmas, of you. folks. This um, is the big one. I, I love this. I, I love this day. It's kind of a, in our culture, right? Where we've kind of maybe some of you have unwrapped some presents and had a meal last night and it's kind of a relaxing day. Um, and, and I hope every one of you gets a chance just to, throughout these 12 days, through the net, just to reflect yeah. on... We've heard some amazing messages, but outstanding. But just reflect on the gift that God get, has given you. Amen. Uh, and, and and all these podcasts and twelve days and is awesome. But the gift of Jesus—that's that's is what we celebrate. Line. Obviously, right? Jesus Amen. is the reason for the season. It's kind of a cliche little thing to say, but if we if we break that down, Jesus is the reason for not just this season, Mister Brown, but for our lives. Yeah, want to give our lives away to Jesus Christ. Well, in today's today's message, you're going to hear uh, the the message is simply titled "Done", Done. from Pastor Rob Williams at hmm. my church. My Palm my Croft. church is Palmcroft Church, thirty yeah. fifth uh, between thirty fifth Avenue between Bell and Greenway. Right. I've been there for for more years than I'm going to admit on on this podcast, but I've been yeah. there for a lot of years. Love that community, and when I say love that community, it's more than a building. I love the people of Palmcroft Church. Yeah, and, I know you and do. How they've invested. I know you in do. My kids, my family. Um, my kids love it. Yeah, uh, my son is a, a, a. I don't know if he's a member, but he goes to Palmcroft. He helps in junior high ministry. Yep, over there. Um, great, great place. But Pastor Rob's going through the promises of Christmas, and kind of like you were reflecting just a moment ago, the question he asks in this particular snippet we're going to hear today. He borrows it from a book by uh, Dr. James Kennedy, and he asks, "What if Jesus had never been born?" What would the world look like? We've been given the greatest gift of yeah. Jesus, and we we give that a mental assent. But what would the world look like if today never happened? If Jesus had never come to earth, and and he links it to all of the different impacts, the effects that God's greatest gift to humanity, all the ripples yeah. in the pond. And folks, what you're going to hear today uh, is going to give fresh meaning to that trite yeah. phrase, reason for the season, for Sounds sure. Sounds like uh, it's a wonderful life on steroids. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like That's for exactly real. I is. mean, not just uh, the real balls, deal. but the, the reality of our yeah. eternity. Yep. So enjoy Love this it. one today, yeah. folks. Can't wait to see you when we return to school. Hope your family is having a wonderful, yeah. wonderful, relaxing break. Above all, folks, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. God we bless you. What a friendly, wonderful guy put out this remarkable book. And you need to understand that when you list his degrees earned, it takes a couple lines. 
highly educated. In brief, because Jesus Christ, on that one painful birth night, one night, changed the world. No, like, changed it forever. Centuries and centuries and centuries, that one night, the fulfillment of that one promise alone that a savior will come, the world <clears throat> has never been. <clears throat> I get so choked up about it. I just, and I hope I get good presents for Christmas. Sarah, really? Is it okay? Okay. Thanks, baby. Now's a good time. I didn't get you anything. I mean, I figured I'll just go ahead, and I'm going to come clean right now. I went to Savers. What a selection. I got some. It was a beautiful dress, and I went up and said, do you have it in a different size? It's the only one I could find. Listen to this from D. James Kennedy. Hospitals. I'm not talking about St. Joe's. I'm St. Luke's. I'm talking about the concept Christian origin universities the world's greatest universities literacy and education capitalism and free enterprise representative government the separation of political powers civil liberties the abolition of slavery both in antiquity and even in modern times, modern science, the elevation of women, benevolence, charity, good Samaritan ethic, higher standings of justice, the elevation of the common man, the codifying and setting to writing many of the world's languages. The world changed through Jesus Christ. When he came on that one night, we can look backwards and say, look at all the promises fulfilled in Jesus. And we go, that is unbelievable. It's fantastic. And I'm going to tell you, that was enough. And if the world got horrible and your life just fell apart because you fell in love with Jesus Christ, it's still worth it. But that part's different. When he came, that extremely common and humble birth, the world changed. You and I experience it even today. Jesus Christ does bring hope. He does bring fulfillment in life. He brings a beauty in relationships and community. He does all of that, and he will always do it in his own time. And I'm going to tell you one thing that accomplishes is that it proves that you are holding close to his promises, not because my life's so incredible and he's going to give me things. We hold to the promises of God because he's God. You want to separate the men from the boys. It's that you are holding true to a promise of God and he is silent. And a year later, Four years later, eight years later, 12 years later, you are holding to that promise because he is God. 
but the others have given up years before. He is not sitting staring at you. Wonder how long he'll last. Look, she's getting edgy. He is busy. He is preparing the right setting for his promises to be fulfilled. So now what? There is silence. There was silence. And then, unbelievable, there was an absolute wonderful success of a Messiah. Yeah, yeah, keep going. Keep going the list of things fulfilled on that night. Now what? Now what do we do? Where do we go from there? You see, we're in a world today that denies all of those fulfilled promises. You just list them out, and the amount of time in between fulfilled in Jesus, there is a majority of those that are impossible to happen outside of God. Others could have been a good guess, maybe a couple of them, but Bethlehem, bad choice. No, no, that's not the right choice. Don't pick Bethlehem. The odds are almost impossible that the Messiah will come from Bethlehem. In fact, he's not even from there. Turns out, from Nazareth. That was his home base. That's where he grew up. That's where his parents are from. And you're going to pick Bethlehem? God says, yeah, because I'm preparing the world, and then I'm going to follow through with, allow them to do it, a consen uh, consensus. A census is taken. Where do you go? You have to go back to your lineage town. Oh, you tricked us. Because I didn't trick you. I just, that was the events. That's where it is. We live in a day today where there are actually people that believe that the earth is still flat. That's impressive. I would never go on a cruise. Right? Because I'll tell you, that last couple seconds, that's a long drop. There are people today who deny the Holocaust. Built within them, anger. Anger against God, anger against people. That they will believe something that is nonsense to believe. There's a list of this. And there are people who deny that Jesus Christ fulfilled the Old Testament predictions and promises. They will deny the fact that because of Jesus, the earth is far, far better by pointing out how mankind has misused his message. That's not on him. Horrible times in church history. Totally against the preaching of Jesus Christ. He promised salvation. He fulfilled the promise. He changed the world. We stare at that in awe and we turn around and we live like him. It's the imitation. We turn around and say, I'm going to be just like you. I'm going to have my head down and I'm going to walk with you and leave timing to you. You've already proved it. 
God, through Jesus Christ, you do not have to prove that to me again. I trust you. That kid or grandkid, I know how many of you pray daily for them. That's a pain that I know you would give anything for that to be answered. In a second, you'd give everything you own that they would come to know Christ. That's how much you care. And as time clicks along, too often our hope diminishes. Well, that's not unusual in regards to the 400 years. There were plenty that gave up hope. They actually looked at the things happening that were to their benefit and thought it was discrediting the promises of God. That's how incredible God is. I grabbed a couple passages that I just love. First Peter. For to this you've been called because Christ suffered. He's leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. Well, you're waiting for your suffering to be over. Well, he actually said, Peter told us, that Jesus suffered, and you will too. Well, now you're waiting on God to eliminate your suffering. And whether it's physical, a limitation of some sort, whether it's relationally, and you are suffering so much inside, and you're like, God, eliminate it. Ah, be careful. We actually pray to God that he would fulfill his promises. And actually... Not only is it not a promise that your suffering will not disappear, it's actually a promise that you will suffer. So be careful the passages you pick. And we go, oh, if my Savior suffered, I'm going to suffer too. Our Savior, it actually kept increasing until finally a horrible death. And then all of a sudden Peter says, uh, he left us an example. His suffering, your suffering. But God's character stays the same. I love Ephesians 5, probably one of my favorite verses. Be imitators of God as beloved children and walk in love as Christ loved us. I'll tell you, if that's the only one we had, love is Christ-loved, so much falls under it. You would forgive instantly, because he did, out of his heart of love. You would share the great news of Jesus Christ to anything that moved. I mean, we would watch you share the gospel to Havelina, because you're like, it's moving, I'm going to share it. It's your coworker. Oh, they may not like you anymore. You honestly don't care. What you do care is they know you love them. God told us because he loves us and has our best. He promised Jesus belief in him is...
Northwest Christian School has made biblical worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.